Okay, welcome Yanis to No Excuses Real Inspiration with Scott Marshall. So we're here today to find out about your fitness journey. So welcome to the show and um, giving up your time. I know you're, you've got a busy schedule. Um, so for the viewers, just give a brief intro of who you are and what you do, please. Oh, well, th thanks for having me, uh, Scott. So um, uh, as, you, as you just said, uh, my name's Yanis Chrisadouli. Um, I'm uh, 38 years old and I'm a GB. Um, I represent Great Britain in my age group for triathlon. Um, I did come from a triathlon background and I'm a head coach of Canterbury Harriers. Um, so that's in a bit of a nutshell, really. Nah, fantastic. Um, so what we're going to do today, Yanis, uh, we're going to go way back to your school years. Um, what sporting activities were you involved in back then? Well, um, to be to be honest, uh, I didn't really like. Um, well, I, I was mainly trying to be, uh, football, to be honest. So I was into football, wasn't very good at it, but I, I tried my best, um, and that was it. Really, anything else I wasn't really interested in. So um, rugby at school, I hated um, athletics. I hated um, that. I mean, there is something I should have known. Uh, I mean, cross country, I used to, I used to cheat because I hate. I, I, well. I, I used to dread it and and um, I actually when I say cheat um, I remember um, I used to cut a corner and uh, uh, around the bush and then my the, the leaders would, would tag their arms where you, you know where you would um, have the yeah, permanent yeah. marker so I'd, I'd do that and then I got picked for cross country um, this uh, well the school's cross country team and obviously I, I didn't like it I didn't like it came near last um, yeah, so that was it, really. Um, the, the only really thing uh, I say, I, apart from football, I, I did get uh, with running was that um, when I was in uh, or about year 10, I think, um, I actually was, um, I got picked to do the 800 metres for uh, sports stand. And um, the previous year, I did a 1500 metres and I practically walked it. And I, and I felt quite embarrassed because people, obviously, the whole school's watching you, your parents there. And I felt quite embarrassed. Um, uh, um, I walked it. So um, what I did, I actually tried, well, when I say train, I did a few mile runs um, for the eight, uh, leading up to it. And um, yeah, I did the 800 metres and um, uh, absolutely hated it. Um, but I actually won, I actually won the race. And um, apparently, according to it now, I, I still hold the, I hold a record for the 800s for the school back then. But I didn't, uh, I didn't carry on. And um I didn't get back onto it until I was uh, 29 years old. So, okay. Um, so, growing up, um, or you know, in your fitness journey, have you had any challenges that stopped you pursue fitness? Well, um, so I only really played football five-a-side friends. I was quite lazy, so um, I, I, put, um, I was quite a lazy person. I didn't want to do much. Um, I even tried to join the gym and. Um, to try and bulk, bulk up and that didn't work um, I, I, I wasn't really interested um, it was only when I came back from the, uh, from work one day and I was watching the 2012 Olympics and um, I saw um, I came home and was, the, the triathlon just started and um, that's what inspired me really um, seeing that well I, I had no clue what was going on but to see three disciplines um, yeah. In, in one was quite quite a thing so that inspired me but my biggest hurdle really because um like running i'd say is, is is quite easy but you can just get a pair of shoes in technically a pair of shoes 
um, and you can go out and run. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's technique and stuff, but um, it's it's not a lot to 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 do it. But um, I'd say the swimming was the hardest for me because I wasn't um, I couldn't swim. So um, I, when when I actually started swimming, uh, that that was probably my biggest hurdle. Um, I turned up to a uh, well, I thought I was a good swimmer, so I, I I've been I was swimming for about six months and when I first started swimming I went swimming with a friend and um I um I could only swim uh three lengths in an hour of a uh which uh in a 33 meter pool which is 100 meters so um I was quite knackered and we, we, I'd take a, a break and anyway so I, I after a while after six months got a bit better and then um, I turned up to a triathlon uh class um loc- uh, locally and um I jumped into the swim and then after two lengths she told me to get out and she said to me, what are you doing? And I was swimming like that, with my, like a dog. And she said, well, why have you got your, um, why are you wearing goggles? I said, because I don't, I, because you've got to wear them, haven't you? I, I had no clue why you had to wear them. Yeah. And she said, well, you, you don't need to wear them if your face is in the water. And then obviously it went from there. I, I started learning properly from there. So I, I just couldn't swim. So that was the biggest obstacle, yeah. I'd say. Ah, good. And then, so you know obviously going back to watching uh 2012 olympics um so who was a was a someone particular that inspired you to pursue a, you know a, a passion for triathlete well it was just to be honest it was just a um like uh with the buzz around the, the having the olympics and stuff and you, you just get you just fall into you just fall into it and um i didn't really have a clue um who the triathletes were and, and um, obviously seeing the brownies, the two British yeah. athletes coming first and third, that, that really obviously really inspired me to, to um, do something. But it wasn't until um, probably, well, September where a friend of mine said he recently ran a 10K and he, he said, oh, I sprinted it in 55 minutes. Um, and uh, he goes, um, I want to join a running club. Do you want to join with me? So he was my best mate. So I was like, well, yeah, actually, I, I wouldn't mind doing so. I was inspired to do something for Olympics with, yeah. with the idea of doing a triathlon. So, um, yeah, so that, that's how it began. Ah, fantastic. And then, so what does your normal fitness routine look like on a, a weekly schedule now? So I'm quite fortunate because I, I can work, um, I work from home at the moment because of COVID. Um, and, um, um, I, I was always my, my um, they were quite flexible at work anyway, so I was able to work. Um, I normally get in early. Um, I would start eight and finish at four, so I was back. I was in the normal times. I'd be in gym for five by the time we commute and stuff, and I'd have my train done by seven, be home by half seven. But yeah, um, basically I train. Um, so it's a bit different now, but because train I train before in the morning. I also train after work, but um, I get up early so I can train before work. Um, so basically, yeah, I train Monday. I train six days a week. I have normally a Saturday rest day, and that's always been a traditional rest day for me. Um, so that this this is a typical week, just normal typical week. So um, would normally be a rest day just in case of the race on. Um, Monday would be uh, a straight. Uh, well, I train two strength sessions a week, four swims, uh, four swim sessions, uh, four bike sessions, four run sessions. Um, yeah, so it's, it's quite a lot. And it's about, um, in peak season, about 16 hours a week. Wow, that's, that's quite intense, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so what about your nutrition? How do you handle that? Well, it's actually, um, because I'm, I work from home, it's a lot better now. I can just raid the fridge when I want. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, whereas at work, I, I used to get um, used to get take the uh, well take the, uh, the the mick out of me because I used to take um, two big lunch boxes. One used to have all my snacks, and then one used to have my salad and stuff. But my nutrition, um, I, I, well, it's a funny story really because I started eating quite a lot um, over lockdown, and I wasn't putting any weight on. So I thought it was something wrong with me because obviously I was doing the same amount of training, and I thought, what's going, what, what's happening? Yeah. Um, but um, I had a nutrition looked at, uh, look at, it and she said, oh, yours is one of the best, which I was quite surprised. Um, but um, every, I don't know if you've seen the program. You seen the program game, the game changers. Uh, I've heard of it, yeah. Okay, well, um, so um, I mean, I, I, I eat meat, so um, but I, I a lot. I used to eat a lot of meat, and the game changers sort of made me look into um, like alternatives. For example, it was more like plant based yeah. stuff, and, and we were eating he- um, like I was eating healthy at home anyway. And my wife cooks um, some great meals, so um, I can't <laughs> criticize her. But um, but yeah, so um, uh, so that opened me up a bit for more like. Um, uh, well, uh, plant-based diet. So instead of having like meat five days a week, I go to meat three days a week, and then the rest would be like plant-based. So I already had a, um, a quite healthy diet anyway. But but what I found that actually improved my um, performance um, last year, and I seem to have got faster, stronger, and I recovered quicker, which was um, a very interesting thing. That the actual, I mean, if you watch the program, take it a pinch of salt. Um, I I mean, it's, it's very biased the program, but. Um, it actually, I found that it actually worked for me. But um, yeah, I, it's quite good because I can train. I, I wake up, have breakfast, um, train before work, and then um, I have another breakfast after after I've trained. Um, shower, and then um, I train. I have some snacks about half past nine in the morning, and then um, I have lunch at twelve, uh, which would be like a, um, a big uh, salad, and then um, I have um, some uh, Greek yogurt. And- and have some fruit and then um, I have some snacks later on in the afternoon and I'll, and I'll train and I'll, and I'll have dinner and I'll have snacks again before I go to bed. So it's, yeah, um, yeah my, I eat a lot and my nutrition, yeah, I'd say it's, 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 spot, it's been spot on. It's on point, yeah. And then, you know, sticking with nutrition. So what's your favourite um, thing to have after doing a, a workout, um, like a, a drink or a snack? What's your go-to? Well, it depends where if, if it's a race, um, I, I, I drink um, I, uh, pro, so um, that's just so I can um, get the electrolytes in me straight away. But oh, favorite snack, um, I'd say for oh, uh, it, it depends where I am. If I'm at home, it, uh, it could be anything, um, could be uh, some uh, granola quickly, or um, because it's important to get something in your body quite quickly, so um, porridge as well, uh, yeah. is, is quite a quick one one to get on i wouldn't say they're my favorite snacks but um they're one of the ones that i go to quite quickly because i try what i try and do i try and do a hard session and then um uh after well after hard session i try and get get um one of those two in and i try and get a meal within an hour as well so um and then so let's talk about um your cheat day if you have have one what would be your ultimate thing that you would go to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, um, cheat day. Well, see, I, I don't eat a lot. Um, I have a sweet tooth, but I don't eat a lot of uh, sugary yeah. stuff. Um, normally, uh, um, on a weekend, I might treat myself maybe a bit of dark chocolate, or um, yeah. me and my wife go go for a walk downtown, and I get this, um, or I get this like ra- raspberry flapjacks. So stuff that would be like, um, yeah, yeah, so stuff, um, stuff yeah. like that. And then, you know, out of your, your 
your working week and you know your, your training week what's your favorite what's your most favorite part or your favorite exercise to do well i, I actually enjoy it all to be honest yeah. um because i i come from like i started running so i come I, i'd say i come from a running background and i, I find uh, just running was um boring just for me so um i had to find something else to do yeah. so but i i I mean, I enjoy the speed sessions. Um, they're a challenge, and I and I, and I thrive when they when I've got them. And I look at my planner and I think, yep, can't wait to them. Um, but the easy sessions as well are really good. But um, yeah, the, uh, so I, I pretty much enjoy it all. Um, and this is a real, real hard session, and I think I'm going to struggle with it. And maybe mentally, I might think, well, um, or might might back of my mind might struggle. But I actually really, really enjoy. Oh, I don't go in. Um, I don't go into any session and think, well, I'm not, I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah. And, and that's, 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 in, uh, that's what I think is important. You've got to enjoy what you do and your training. If you're not enjoying it, there's um, no point doing it really. Cause it no, becomes exactly. a struggle. Definitely. I totally agree with that. Um, and then for yourself, um, how did you cope with the pandemic, Yanis? Um, so, well, it was actually re really tough. So, uh, for, for for me to be honest um firstly i, I work for the nhs um so um I, i'm an i'm an analyst and i'm office based uh but i was re i was redeployed so um i was re redeployed the first lockdown for nine weeks and um i, I was actually moved into a hospital um and and w when i thought i was being when i was when i volunteered to be redeployed us um we were told it's going to be match skill sets um and um so I'd, I'd, i i thought i'd be in a hospital doing some admin roles or something like that but i was actually working in a kitchen so um in a in a covid ward um with i can't cook um right. uh, and, I, and i haven't got the qualifications to either so you have to have qualifications to do that so all i have to do is just clean and chop up some food uh, for uh, sorry some um uh, fruit and veg and um I just didn't like it at all. I mean, enjoyed helping out, but I found it really tough. And obviously on your feet all day, going from a sitting down and stuff. So yeah. I found found that tough. But um, it actually, um, later down the line, um, although I didn't think it affected me, it actually affected me um, going there and having COVID affected me quite a big big uh, thing that I didn't think it would do um, mentally. So um, th luckily, uh, sport has helped me on my way. And um, yeah, it's helped me. Um, refresh um, in regards to training uh, it, it I think it's worked a positive for me because as, as I said before briefly I, I can work from I work from home and um, I think I'm getting more quality set uh, training from training in the morning and then um, in the evening whereas before I'd come home and I'd train in the evening and I'd yeah. do back to back like I'd do a hard bike session a hard run session straight after I'm not, I'm not saying that's 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 wrong but um, if I was doing it in the morning like in the morning I think I, um, I'd get and I do a hard bike session, for example. I get more out in the I get more out of it in the evening when I do a hard run session because um, I've sort of recovered a bit and my legs aren't in bits, and and I think that's really helped me. No, I totally, I totally get that that factor, Giannis. Um And for yourself, um, what's your opinion with exercise and mental health? Uh, well, I think I think uh, well, if I hadn't have ex exercise, I, I don't know what what I what um what my mental health state would be like. I, I know for full well when I was um, struggling, I know that um whenever I got out for a bike ride or a run or something, um it, it just helped me um 
uh, relax. And I think it's really, I think it's really important, uh, not not just for mental health, but you, well for your well-being, your health as well. Like um, yeah. keeps you fit. Um, and um, like, all, like we, we go go back to the, the previous question slightly. You said about like what struggled, struggling not seeing people was a was a yeah. tough one as well. Like running with friends, for example, because running with people, um, running with running clubs and stuff is um is, is great counselling. Just having someone listening there, like um, is is quite good. It's quite good. So um, yeah, I, I just think it's 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 very important, even if you just do it um, just just um well not to compete or anything i think it's important for you no definitely just on a social aspect yeah. um and then for yourself um obviously i know you're you're super fit and you're you're very organized and um, throughout the week um but do you have any bad habits bad habits i i'd say my bad habits probably i, I like to s- stick to the plan so um if um I, I don't like changes. So um, if I get a niggle or something, obviously I've got to be smart and I've got, got to try. But um, yeah. like, for example, um, I, I, I mean, everyone learns from mistakes. So for example, I had my second COVID, uh, no, my first COVID vaccine. And obviously no one knew what, what was going on, what was, if you had them, what what the side effects were really and stuff. And um, I had it on the Wednesday evening. I did my training and then I went and I had it. And I woke in the morning, I went for a swim. I was fine, easy swim. And then I, I did a gym session with, uh, in the evening and I started, I didn't feel right. And then um, on the Friday, I had a speed session on the bike. I got up in the morning to do it. Um, I woke up feeling a bit tired, um, got on the bike, started um Doing, doing the reps after the warm-up and I, it's hard to explain my legs just felt empty like although yeah. my heart rate and everything was fine I, I tried pushing pushing through it and um and then eventually like um I, I stopped but I still wanted to, it meant in my head I still wanted yeah. to go and do the hard the hard run session later on in the evening although no, I couldn't and I'm yeah. glad I didn't I, um yeah I'm glad I didn't because I I, I I was quite ill for a few days after that yeah. but but yeah. now yeah you're on the men now yeah yeah. You all learn, you learn. So you learn from you. You learn from it. And then um, right. obviously next time I had the, the, the vaccines, I planned it better. So I knew what I was going to be expecting. Nah, totally. Totally agree with that. Um, listen to your body. Yeah. Um, and then for yourself, is there any pet hates that you, within health and fitness that you discourage that you, you know, obviously puts you off certain things that you might see yeah, well, the, um, uh, firstly, um, well, the main thing is I, I think Strava is the devil. I mean, it's, it's known by many professionals and stuff um, of being, a, the, well, they call it the devil. So, um, and I sort of agree with it because there's always, I always get text messages, friends, oh, look who's did this and that. And, yeah. and then uh, like you've got, um, it's quite misleading because um, like at the end of the day, you're your own person, but you've got, um, there's a lot of, um, I'd say silly people out there that don't know what they're doing and um, no disrespect or anything, but um, that, for example, someone, uh, um, for example, someone's been injured for, for three months with a stress fracture and then um, comes back, does an eight mile run, um, says it's an easy run, but then you look at the pace, for example, and you think, well, how is that? You've been out for three months, not done anything and you're running 
very similar to the pace before you got injured. And, yeah. and people see that and people try and it's not just that. And also the heart rate, people say easy run and you look at their heart rate and you think it's through the roof. Um, so it's quite misleading. I'd say that's probably my biggest yeah. hate, hate of, of um, yeah, of the social community. Yeah, uh, well. I think, I think as well, um, within that, um, you know, like the groups on Facebook and, uh, you know, like running groups and swimming clubs and stuff, you know, and they always say if it's not on Strava, it doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that old saying. Um, yeah. So and it's not, it's, I mean, it's, it's not like you see someone, a newbie, for example, someone new getting to running and they see that and then they think, well, they have to run fast all the time, for example, or, or they have to cycle fast. But if you if you look at the heart rate, for example, you know that they're doing it wrong. But um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's my that's my pet hate. <laughs> no, I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, and for yourself, um, Yanis, when you go running um, or cycling, do you listen to music at all? Um, now, now and again. So, um, so I do a lot of my cycling indoors on the watt bike. Yeah. Um, when it gets a bit warm, about end of February, March time, I go out on the bike. Um, but um, I don't listen to music on the bike because yeah. of um, the public roads. But I normally go out with a friend or um, a couple of friends, so we, we chat. So um, I don't I don't li listen to music. Running, um, I do now and again. I, I don't listen to running when I'm doing speed intervals. Um, I do, or obviously when I train with a running club. Yeah. But I do when I go for an easy long run. Sometimes, um, yeah, I listen listen to music. Okay. So what would you what would your go to music be? Your, your favourite type of tracks? Well, um, so uh, firstly, because uh, before races, I like to um, I like to get into the zone sort of thing. We call it the zone, yeah. and um, I, I I listen to that music for about half hour before. So in transition, for example, especially the big races, um, I, I've got my headphones in, and um, anyone comes up to me, I'm, I'm not talking to them. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you've seen my you've seen it with Michael Phelps. He's he's got. You know, yeah. when he was when he the Olympics, no no one would go to him. He was in the zone. Um, so it, it does vary. Um, so uh, I listen to a lot of Greek music. So um, yeah. firstly, uh, Greek. Uh, I have a lot of Greek music on there. I do listen to the Rocky soundtrack. Um, the rock, well, the Rocky Balboa soundtrack. Yeah, so yeah. Um, so listen to that, and um, obviously that that's quite uh, quite good. And um, just some like uh, motivational songs. Sometimes a bit of. Um, a bit of a bit of rap, a bit of Eminem, uh, some a bit of Rolling Stones. Um, so it's a bit of a, a bit of a mixture, depending what I'm, uh, what I, I feel like. But um, normally it's, it's Greek music followed by a bit of rocky music, and then um, uh, yeah, lose yourself. Eminem's normally on yeah. there. Um, yeah. Ah, good. And then for yourself, um, what would you say is your best memory of your fitness journey? Best memory. Well, my my best memory would would have to be at the European Aquathlon Championships in 2016. Um, it was my debut and um, obviously putting the Great Britain rest on is an amazing um, like privilege and, and achievement. But um, to come out, uh, knowing what I've um, from like not being able to swim and to represent, I, um, I wanted to do well. I, did, I didn't want to go there and make up the numbers. I didn't want to come last. Yeah. And um, so um, there's a bit bit of a story about uh, around this race so um i had a cold leading up to it and um, i had a cold on the day but luckily i started shifting it 
Um, started the started the, the race, the swim. I was absolutely um, terrified, obviously, because um, they call your name out and uh, you hear the music go ba boom, ba boom. Um, I came out into came out into transition um, onto the run and I looked around and I was last. Um, I was last out of the swim. So obviously, that, to me, I was like panicking. But um, I got onto the run and I just um, I just thought, well, I don't want to come last. So that was my mentality. I don't want to yeah. come last. Um, I, 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 I don't want to go there and like just have made up the numbers. Um, I, uh, yeah, I just want to try my best. And um, I just remember four, 400 metres um, from the line, uh, finish line, there was two athletes, a Great Britain athlete and a Slovakian athlete. They were fighting, which I, I thought I was convinced was the podium, uh, at least third place. And they were fighting. They didn't know I was behind them. And I just remember gritting my teeth, gritting my, um, uh, uh, well, clinching my fists and, and just in my head saying to me, just sprint the last 400 metres. And if you collapse, you collapse. At least you tried. Yeah. And I got to the line and there's, there's photos of me um, with me on the line, um, on my knees, struggling to breathe and stuff. And I, 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 I'm looking behind and I managed to, to get past them. And that was third place. And to get that in your debut and to um, like within a, a year of qualifying and just going into a new sport and then um, standing on that podium. And um, it was it was our wedding, it was um, me and my wife's first wedding that year anniversary as well. Yeah. And I'm um, standing on there and she was in tears and it was quite emotional. And just um, that feeling I had was probably the best, yeah. best feeling, although I've achieved more and um, I've been on the, the top step of the podium and stuff I've achieved more but that that was the memory that will always stick in that that feeling I, I um is a feeling that I when things aren't going well or I'm struggling or something um that's one of the feelings that I I I remember and it motivates me no nah, definitely that's that's a really good memory and for yourself what's the best compliment you've received on your journey well I've had um so I've had a lot of people say that um, I've been quite in inspiring um, on, on social media and stuff, which is really nice because I actually set up my social media accounts not um, to document my journey um, and hopefully inspire people and show them that it doesn't matter what age you are, you can um, you can do so. I mean, I, I, was, I wasn't young, but I was still young. I was 29. So as you, um, and now I'm going to, I'm, I'm coming to 39 this year. Um, so it's been a long, it's long, it's been a great journey, but um, yeah, so it's nice to see that. And, I, and it's nice that I set up to, to helpfully hope, show people that um, I couldn't swim. Um, I, I didn't really cycle or qualify for a triathlon team and um, just showing that you, you can do it. But um, I suppose, I suppose the night the nicest thing is when I've had um, I've gone to like um, uh, local uh, trifling classes. I went to a kids class and I've had kids come up to me and say, "Oh, you're very inspiring," and and um, yeah. they are, they asked to put my medals over. Um, they can wear my medals and stuff, and, and that's quite nice when when you get that and you get the parents come up and say, "Oh, you really inspired my kids," and they really look they look forward to it. And that that's what really touches me. Nah, that, that's fantastic. Um, so for yourself. What's the one thing that you would like to achieve in the next year of your own fitness journey? So I, I always think big. Um, yeah. So I, I always, um, I've, I've got, I've always had a saying that um, dream big, because if you if you dream big, um, you never know. You, you you try harder to try and achieve them, and if you don't achieve them, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so I've always thought that um, 
that um, in the back of my head that you, the impossible can become the possible. And um, so I went, obviously for me, a craft when I came third and I was probably a bit spoiled because I, um, I, I came third and then I won the European Championships um, in 2019. Um, so that that I achieved everything I wanted to in a in a craftlons. Um, but my my goal actually I've I've actually a, a, achieved it. But I have set a goal for this year. But my goal was to um, so my goal was to try and get into the European triathlon uh, well the GB triathlon team because yeah. I never thought I was good enough because I wasn't very good on the bike. A bit like swimming, but um, I worked a lot on the bike. I qualified and I did it last year and I came ninth and I got an automatic qualification for the Europeans um, this uh, for this year. But I also qualified for the World Championships, which was probably the biggest dream um, and is probably my um, the my lifetime goal, really, that um, yeah. I never thought I'd achieve. So um, I've got the World Championships in Montreal this year and um, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to dream big. I want to get on a podium. Yeah. So that, that is my goal. But my, my goal is that if I, if I don't, I come 10th, 15th, 20th. Um, I've, I've achieved a lot, a, a lifetime goal of, of being there. But... Being at the European Championships last year, I sort of got an idea of what I need to do and where I will be. So um, I know it's not an impossible goal. Yeah. And then when is when is this event taking place, uh, Giannis? Um, so this is at the end of June. I think I believe it's the 25th of June. Um, yeah, Montreal. And I've also I'm also waiting. Um, I think I've qualified because I was one of the fastest um, qualifiers. Um, I've also qualified. Well, I, I should should be in the team for the sprint relays as well. So I'm, I'm quite looking forward to that. That'd be quite good to be in part of a team. Nah, fantastic. And then where would you like to see yourself within a triathlon in the next five years? Oh, that's an interesting question because um, I achieved everything. Like when I, when I qualified for the European Championships, I said 2020 would be my last, uh, sorry, 2019 would be, um, no, yeah, 220 would be my last year. I'm, I'm losing track of the, the years because <laughs> of COVID. <laughs> so I said, to, I, I, said, I, I, said to, I said to my wife and my friends and family, if I qualify for European Championships, what, happen, what happens, um, that will be the last year. And um, obviously that got moved, pushed to 21. Um, so 221 I, I represented and obviously I qualified for the Worlds. So they're my goals. Um, so that they're my goals for this year and that and that's um but five years time well um me and my wife have been trying for a child for a few years now so that that is definitely my my priority at the moment yeah. and um every year i got friends saying let's go and do some training club with santa or let's go and i keep saying well i kept saying to him before well oh i don't know he could be having a baby by then and it, and it hasn't happened but yeah. um i've decided i have decided that um I'll, I'll assess it at the end of this year yeah. and see how I get on. And um, I might take a, I might take a bit of downtime next year and then yeah. come back to it. But I might concentrate on what I haven't fully decided. I might concentrate on on running and do a marathon, um, try and get a, a, a really good time there. Or I might just concentrate on swimming. I, I haven't decided yet. So yeah, yeah, it's a good you question, might. though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then before we round up, Yanis, uh, it's been great having you on the show. Um, Thank you. Have you got any advice for anyone looking to get involved with triathlon for the first time? Yeah, so um, first, firstly, um, don't do too much too soon. Um, take, you don't have to do a lot of hard training. 80% um, of my trainings are easy. Um, and um, 
Uh, you don't need expensive equipment. Just start off with if you want a mountain bike, um, as something cheaper. I mean, my first triathlon was um, with a secondhand seventy-pound um, road bike that uh, weighed a ton. Um, <laughs> obviously, wasn't very good. Um, but um, just to see if you like it, and then if you do like it, just buy the equipment when like throughout the year because it, it can be an expensive sport. But um, it's a friendly sport. I've I've I found out of um out of running, swimming, um, cycling, I found that this is the this is the most this friendly sport. And when you see someone like um and you speak to someone say in a running club or down at, um in the gym and they say oh I did triathlon, they sort of their eyes sort of light up and they oh yeah what have you done and all that and that, and, that, and that's that's quite nice. But um, yeah, it's very friendly. Everyone's quite caring people and supportive. Um, and um, it's it's um, don't think it's not safe because like when people say like they they um, they might go out into the sea for a um, a you know a, a, a sea sea triathlon. Um, if you've got a wetsuit on, it's I mean it's there's, there's uh, lifeguards all around all around the course. Um, a wetsuit's pretty safe. Um, if you are struggling, you're buoyant anyway on it. You can just turn on your back and put your hand up, and um, it's it's pretty safe. Um, if you're scared about uh, starting the race um, with a mass start, um, then don't be because you don't have to go in in the middle. Just go on the side, and, and no one's um, there's no pressure. Just take your time. You don't need to go out fast. You can even start a few seconds after everyone's gone, and then. Um, there's there's no pressure at all. Um, I mean, I've 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 had sometimes I've had panic attacks and just yeah, there's nothing to be worried about. Um, yeah, and just train for it and um, just train smartly. Um, don't overdo it. Make sure you get your rest and recovery and um, enjoy a journey because there's some wonderful triathlons and um, you never know where your journey will where, and your path will take you. Nah, thank you, Giannis. And if people want to find you on social media where, where could they get you um so i'm on i'm on twitter um so i think i'm yanis uh, underscore or yeah, underscore 83 i think um that's my birthday um i'm on instagram it's yanis.christadulu um i'm on youtube i've got a youtube channel i've got a blog um you can read blog it I, I normally post up quite um helpful training from my experience and from my coaching experience as well so um and and all the lab studies so i like sharing my knowledge so i'm i'm on that um on that as well no fantastic and before we round up you got any questions for myself uh yeah so what about your fitness journey then so how did you how did you get into yours okay so basically um i was i was working as a lifeguard in local pool and i was going on holiday in 2013 and basically I asked two gym instructors give me some advice and I started going to G-Cycle so it's a spin, indoor spin and then Metafit and then I got a programme and then on the back of that I was doing the, the classes two of them back to back five times a week and then within six weeks I lost two stone Wow, and, that's really good and then so on the back of that from those guys helping me, um, I put myself through my qualifications and now I'm helping people on the back of me receiving help way back. Yeah, no, that's really good because it's, it's important, I think, to give give something back as well because um, obviously, as you said, you're someone that you started when you started. I mean, when I started as well, I didn't really have 
I didn't have a clue. And um, it was nice to have people to help me and um, to be there. And then like, I've got all this, now I'm getting older, I've got all this experience. You just want to like help yeah. others. And, and like, even, even at the running club, like um, when I'm running, I've, um, when we, uh, we mentioned pet hate, um, I should have said this, people not doing their recoveries. Um, yeah. And, and uh, just um, like telling them when they, that they fly past me sometimes. And I say to them, we're in recovery. Why are you flying past me? Like, yes. oh, you're recovering too slow. So, but you're not going to get the full benefit. And, and that, that is my pet hate when people are not doing recoveries. But just te- educating people, for example, and telling them that you could even walk your recoveries and yeah. it won't affect your session um, and you'll improve. Um, yeah, just help helping them and just uh, educating them. Some, yeah, something I really like doing. And it's good that you're giving something back as well. No, definitely. But it's been a real honour to have you on the show, Yanis. Thank you for your time. Now, thanks for having me, Scott. Thank you very much. Thank you.